This is Keith Cooper of the Blurge Podcast. I'm here with Mark Dub. Mark Dub, part man, part thug. Use my heart for what hearts are made for. But I tonight am not the most important light skinned person on this call. <laughs> and who that be? Oh, wait a minute. We have TJ Sterling tonight of Ray Comics. How you doing tonight, sir? Hey, what's up, everybody at Blurdish? What's going on? It's your boy TJ Sterling, present lead artist for Ray Comics. Happy to be on the show. Lovely to be in the company of such uh, established, uh, amazing gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, I am looking at these two knows who he's on the phone with. Coop, he called us. I don't know. Amazing gentlemen. <laughs> All I know is two curmudgeons. Who happen to like comics? So tonight, and you know what, funny y'all? The funny thing about I'm gonna walk y'all behind the curtain as my as one of my idols, Jalen Rose, say, we have messed up a lot getting this episode up and running. So hope this is the, this is the charm because I am not ashamed to admit my mistakes. So I'm gonna try to say this name again. If I mess up the name of his project, blame Mark. So <laughs> the name of his book we're going to mostly talk about tonight, I said Okimus, that's wrong, it is Okimus. <laughs> Okimus. Oh, it is not Okimus, it is Okimus. <laughs> if we had an editor or a producer, I would want them to put in the Price is Right fail music. <laughs> but that's okay. His project won't make you feel like a loser. His project will make you feel like a winner because it is. If you're into Super Sentai, if you're into anime, manga, and if you like young people fighting for a good cause, then he got something for you. You, you know what, Coop? You, you handled that very, very ineloquently. So we're going to allow TJ to tell us about <laughs> his background and his book. So that um, it, it, you he can show you and me how it's supposed to be done. Yes. I was to mess up myself right there. Phonics <laughs> yeah. are important. Y'all, y'all are killing me, man. But hey, this is uh, this is great to be on the show. I just want to quick tell you, just tell a little bit, a little, a little bit, tell everyone a little bit about what we got going on. Again, Okamus is a sci-fi martial art action tale about a young black man that has a latent superhuman ability that could potentially save the human race. And he's actually being pursued by uh, four biomechanical warriors in the future that want to steal that ability for their own evil purposes. There's action, drama, suspense, all kinds of interesting uh, love story in there, uh, a little bit of comedy, you know what I'm saying? We try to touch on everything, but really it's it's an action book that, you know, really everybody can get into. Cool, cool. So you say Super Sentai. Yes, sir. So yes. that means they got it. So that means Sentai is it's a team, right? Yeah. So what we did was we kind of took the traditional uh, stereotype of like, well, not really a stereotype, I guess more like an expected version. Everybody thinks that like a team is, is good. Like, you know, there could be a bad team too, but these particular warriors um, are again, inspired by the Sentai genre stuff like the Giver, uh, Common Rider, um, what is it called? Ronin Warriors. It definitely inspired by that, that really dope 90s flavor. And uh, what we wanted to do, though, is, again, just kind of flip it, because most times people see these characters, they're thinking they're the good guys, but they're actually the bad guys. And the main character, Kale, 
who happens to be kind of this uh, young, unexpected kid is is the hero of the story, but he doesn't know it and no one else does either until later. So they're kind of like on the run from this from these, these hunters. Yeah, well, they're, they leave the future basically to come back to the past looking for a cure to fix their broken world. You know what I'm saying? So what you end up getting into is seeing these people that are basically done anything and everything cross those lines of good and evil and, you know, kind of gotten to a space where they've, they've killed people, they've destroyed, you know, civilizations, they've done some really wild stuff all for, you know, uh, figuring out a way to fix their world. So it kind of, again, puts you in a place like what is good, what is evil, but it's usually that line. And when people cross it, they're, they're all the way over. Man. Uh, okay. They are not playing around. Uh, so I like, uh, they had a little back to the future thing. If they don't fix it, sounds like they, they damned if they do, almost damned if they don't. Exactly. It sound like- it's, it's like a future past kind of thing, except, you know, I, and it's interesting that the character's name is Kale because he has a, a potential super power that can save the future. And Kale is a super fool. So there you go. Kale and Kale, you know, up. Uh, can I say, bro? I'm I, like I'm looking at the Kickstarter. Man, this is so beautifully rendered. It is so beautifully drawn. Where I appreciate that. Man, it pops off the page. Uh, and just when I was telling you the other day, just as far as the Kickstarter in general, you know, you have one of the easiest, cleanest Kickstarter pages I could read. Like, really? I admit, yeah, I, I very easy to digest. So I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe note to myself, if you're doing a Kickstarter, you know, you know, regardless of all the rewards and all that stuff, make it accessible to the human eye. Yeah, I mean, I mean the crazy thing to me was is that anytime I, uh, I mean, man, I got to tell you that that's like a huge compliment because I honestly do not know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I don't know if I can say that online, but I'm going to say it because, you know, this is my first campaign, man. I'm like, yo, I don't, I, I just, I literally spent all these weeks, these nights just not sleeping and thinking to myself, like, yo, I just want this campaign to be simple. I want it to be easy. I want it to be people to be able to just scroll through and know what's going on. So, all kinds of blood, sweat, and tears went into just the creation of the page to make it feel like you could just, you know, like you were at home and you were just scrolling through everything. And uh, I didn't know if I was going to achieve that, but you're not the only person that said it. So I'm very grateful that y'all think that because I didn't know that it was going to happen. Because I admit, I don't know. You I can pay attention. To to... Oh, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Thank you, Coop. Uh, first off, you can say yeah. what you want because uh, this is your episode. It. It's your world, girl. See, that's how I did that. It's your world, girl. Yo, man, I'm, I'm looking. Okay, so I'm looking at page two from the from the Alchemist issue four. You did this this page? Yes, sir. I drew all the interiors. Yes, sir. Oh my gosh, it man, this is beautiful. It's like the the villain gives me kind of like a a a nasty doomsday vibe. The the the. The Okamis, uh hunters. The Okamis hunters, like they they kind of like give almost like it. Like I see, you said if you're a fan of like sci-fi and martial arts and Power Rangers and X Men, this is this is a thing for you. I'm getting all those vibes. 
And again, is a superfood. So, bam, like, <laughs> I'm not going to say that again because I don't want people to think that you have, like, kale fighting, like, uh, like leafy kale. No, this is this is powerful kale. That's right. <laughs> Amen. If Mike Tyson is hype, he uh he gets going. But uh <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh you know, welcome to Blurtish, the place where nobody knows what the fuck they're doing, but somehow we get it done. That's right. That, that's oh, yeah, yeah, what it wait, is, man. Look, you said that, and I, that's I, I was be, like, that's what the tagline. <laughs> we, we are definitely look. You are definitely at home because we don't know what we're doing either. We still figuring this out. We've been told a couple of times how terribly we, we how terrible we're doing, so we know we're doing something right. Hey, I mean that's what it is though. We put in the reps, right? You know what I'm saying? You don't get it. You don't get to be Ronnie Coleman overnight. You gotta like put the reps in. You feel me? I mean, you are swole, so you definitely put the reps. <laughs> look, look, look. And, and, and he he looking like Ronnie Coleman. I'm looking like Connie Roman. I'm just looking like I'm just looking like the Coleman. Uh, you know, um, ice box. Portland carries a lot of food. I get you. Let's go. So, so <laughs> just, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where are you from? What we always ask what got you into comics and things like that, but seriously, I mean, yeah, what, what I, made you pause your male model modeling career to, to do funny books? <laughs> yeah, hey man, that's a great question. I, you know, obviously, I honestly, I love comics, man. Like, to me, like, it was one of the things, like, growing up, I came from Grand Rapids, Michigan, a small town, and this crazy thing is that this town is extremely artistic, so people loved painting, drawing, sculpture, the whole nine. But there was this huge demographic of folks that just love comics. Like we had a ridiculous amount of comic book shops all over the state and all over the city, excuse me. And, um, you know, my whole thing was, is, you know, I never really saw enough people of color on the stands. Like, I mean, you'd see Bishop and Storm and that was cool. But like it wasn't really written by us for us, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, like it was FUBU before I knew what FUBU was or it was even around. Like we wanted the for us bias. We wanted our uh, creations, you know what I'm saying? Our characters on the shelves, you know what I'm saying? And that just registered with me as a kid. I was like, yo, I got to make my own stuff. And it just never left me, you know what I'm saying? I did a, a lot of different things in school. I was breakdancing for a while. I was in a choir, you know what I'm saying? I was into 3D. I was trying to do gaming. And then I was like trying to get into animating. And then at one point I was like, yo, comics is the only thing that I've stayed consistent with for since forever. So that's the story right there, man. That's you just kind of, you know, it was your first love and it continued to be there and you kept with it. Amen to that. You already know. Yeah, man, and, and it's funny how sometimes there are things that we do that we love, but you know, we'll look and say, "Ah, let me see how this other thing is going to go," or we'll try something else, and maybe things aren't moving fast enough in the thing that we love. But you know, sometimes you always you you always come back home, man. Yeah, I didn't see a career spinning on my head. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't I didn't see that as a as a bright future. You feel me? Like <laughs> that that's funny because. If you would have asked me in seventh grade what I wanted to be, I want to be a backup dancer for Heavy D, man. Let's go. Yeah. Break dancing, you know what I'm saying? All of that. That was that was real dope back then. I mean, it's still kind of dope now, but I think uh, it was just something different about the 90s. Like that time was just a really powerful time to be alive and during the creation, especially for us, music, art, everything. 
Oh yeah, but I mean, the, the crazy thing is, it if if in seventh grade, and I I'm not telling y'all how old I am again, but in seventh grade, if somebody said they wanted to be a beatboxer for a living, that was like a viable job. <laughs> there weren't a whole yeah. lot of people who could do it, <laughs> but but like it. People might take you serious, especially if you were good. They wouldn't take me seriously. See, I that's a, no. see. You start somewhere. Beatboxer equals maybe down the line, legendary producer. I mean, hey, Dougie Fresh. There you yeah. go. I mean, now he's the one. You know, he's the one and only. But at the same time, just because somebody is a dancer, don't mean they can't become, say, a great playwright or you know, stage coordinator. Aha. So evolution. Amen it happens. That. It does. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so if I if I continue pop locking, I may be able to start doing my own comics. Is it, that it what I'm it. It, it, It'll get you your, your hand strength, your arm strength, your shoulder strength, ah. right? And then there you go. You had a table right afterwards. Very well, good Mark, answer, sir. Very if you want to feel even better. If this was a an, if your life was anime or manga, if you kept break dancing and pop liking, you better open the keys to the universe and pierce the heavens with your arms, like Gurren Lagan. But uh, that was beautiful, man. It was poetic. I fuck with that shit. Word. Let's go. <laughs> See, I'm glad you got that. Mark may not got that. He needs to put that on your list. Gurren Lagan. You better watch it one day. But uh, you know, you'll love it. Trust me, but um, so where are you at with the Kickstarter? Where you're, where, what process, where, what, what goals have you achieved so far? I mean, man, it's crazy, bro. Every single goal we had initially, we, we shattered that shit within like the first week. You know what I'm saying? It was beautiful because you know we made our goal of 3K in two hours, and then ever since then, it's just been like a meteoric rise of just like people donating supporting the movement. I mean, we just hit 12K yesterday, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's just, again, continuing to just shoot right up. And, uh, bro, it's beautiful, man. Because like I said, with all with the extra funds we got, we added two more Kickstarters. I'm um, sorry, we added two more stretch goals to the Kickstarter. Uh, one where I'm actually going to be teaching like a masterclass on comics. Um, and then the highest stretch goal of 20K is literally to uh, get the um, video game popping because we actually have a... Uh, Eight bit video game that we're trying to you know make for mobile. So, I mean, like I said man, we got another twenty days left on this campaign. We really hope that like everybody who's listening to Blurdish, you know, support Blurdish, but also jump on support Ray Comics. You know, share it with everybody. You know, like it. You know, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to just get them numbers up there, man. So we can just keep bringing y'all hot content. So, eight bit video game. What type will it be? Will it be action adventure or will it be a beat 'em up? It'd be kind of like a Mega Man, you know what I'm saying? Because that was like my favorite side-scrolling 8-bit type joint. So I, I think what we're going to do is we're going to try to get that jumping off from mobile, you know, as part of like an app of some sort. And uh, like I said, the 20K would literally pay for the research and development as well as fulfilling all the other goals before it uh, to get that moving, man. And um, yeah, but I'm excited about it because so many cool things we got, you know, um, you know, currently in the fire. So I guess just and to kind of just jump back into the story, um, besides the lead character, can you tell us about some of the supporting characters and uh, I guess a little bit what's going on in the plot just in general to kind of, I guess, to edge into that? 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so Kale by himself is the main character. You know, he is an orphan. He grows up uh, in, you know, Flint, Michigan. And uh, his best friend is uh, Brianna Martinez, a young Latinx uh, hero. I'm sorry, a, a character who is real tough, you know what I'm saying, who absolutely is uh, all about family. And um, she's basically Kale's best friend. And uh, they both end up going to Purdue University together. And um, Kale is going for genetics. She's going for business. And uh, Kale feels like with the study of genetics, he'd be able to actually understand more about his genetic code and, you know, who, who he is because he doesn't know who his parents are. He doesn't know where he comes from. So it's always been a big mystery to him. So he feels like with genetics, he'll be able to answer those, those quiet, those burning questions. And then, you know, out of nowhere, you, you have another five characters that appear. You get the four Okemos hunters, but then you get old man ethos, this kind of mysterious hooded uh, figure who's just kind of chilling in the shadows. And basically he's been watching Kale for almost his entire life and no one really knows why, but we kind of see a little bit of what their relationship looks like in the first two issues and then onward, like what type of role he plays. So there's a lot of mystery. There's a lot of things that keep people guessing and thinking. Uh, Cause for me, it's like, I wanted Okemos to be a title that people could really get behind, not just because of the art was dope, but because the story was just not linear. It wasn't like, okay, this dude's got superpowers and he can fly, like, or he's 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 science-based and he got bit by an animal or some shit, or he's got an animal name. Like, we wanted to just completely flip those normal expected things on its head and just do something totally different. So they said with the characters you get a lot of strong black characters there's a lot of strong you know people of color in there you know we have again black women black men we've got an asian man in there we do have one white dude on uh, in the story um you know one uh, is enough one is enough there you go there you go they always <laughs> one of us in their book so you know payback <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. but yeah um you know it, it's it's a beautiful story man because like i said it, it's it's got depth to it and I feel like as people read one book after the other, they get to really feel that depth. And then it makes them curious about, yo, what's going to happen in the next issue? Because now I'm like legit curious. And that's what just keeps people, folks coming back every year. Okay. I do like this. I like that you're, you're flipping things on its head. Uh, you know, I kind of like that you're subverting all that instead of, you know, I got bit by, uh, you know, an ant or a bee or a cockroach, you know, because it was yellow. Captain I, Cockroach. I, I've been I've been bit by mosquitoes, spiders, um, a, a non-poisonous snake. I I don't have any superpowers except to uh like make Keith's blood boil, but I think that's just really because I it it because he doesn't like me. But but besides that. Like it, it's just it's just cool that you get away from the traditional, like you, like you see some arch types, uh, from traditional stuff, but you still you have your own spin on it, and it's it's dope. And like yeah. I, I, again, y'all gotta look at how beautiful these pages are. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, we, you know, like I said, I put my all into this book and I really wanted issue four to be kind of like a milestone because technically issue four is the fifth book in the series. So 2015, we came out, we dropped the prequel, which is issue zero of Okemos. And you actually see Kale, the main character, when he's older. So he's like a fully fledged hero that's like in his mid 40s. And he's in the future actually fighting 
these uh, mechai, and mechai are you know biomechanical, uh, cybernetic like monsters that kind of have uh, taken over the earth in the future, and that's the same earth that the hunters come from. So we kind of started telling the story like, wait a minute, how is it that you know this older version of Kale is connected to this this version of the hunters? You know what I'm saying? So questions. Uh, thought provoking and then in issue one you see kale as a ma- as like a young kid like he's in his early he's like 19 20 years old at the time just getting ready to start college he has no powers at all so from that standpoint too we hit people over the head like yo what how was that even possible to like switch from two different stories so fast and how does that how does that play into the overall story arc later cool i, I like the framing um and honestly you know, not to mention too many other projects, whatever, but that's what that's how My Hero Academia started. You yeah. know, like, how does this guy who's nothing turn into how does he we know where he he's already at? How does he get there? And knowing about the journey and the, the details that happen, I always kind of like that process because there's so many blanks to fill in with a character like that. So any and everything can happen, but, you know, it must happen. So, but you just don't know, you know, and you get to really see the struggle and the pain and the sacrifice that that character make to get to that level. Absolutely. I mean, I love stories when you get a chance to like literally tell the story of the hero from the beginning and just see what, uh, like how he got there. You know what I mean? And, And really like, you know, is there a point when he could possibly become a villain or a hero? I mean, like, what path brings you what what steps does this person take to get you to a path a or path b and um let's say because to me a hero and a villain is like a, it's not as black and white as people think there could be a little bit of gray area in there though you know what i mean i, I think some sure. of the best villains that you know they're they're portrayed that way uh you know the they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions and mm. a lot of times we look at a villain we see the villain as they are now they but we don't see the way they are the weight of the circumstances that they've endured survived sometimes ushered forth and a good villain should have death a good villain should be complex we should feel a little torn like i i, I recently saw a portrayal of megatron that was it, it, it was a it was a, a sweeter kinder more murderous Megatron and he was like he he was murderous but he was murderous because he had a goal he had a dream yeah. he believed in what he believed in but he still was going to kill you to become that hero see in his mind he was actually a hero yeah i mean that cuz that's the thing is like what what defines a hero you know what i'm saying the choices we make the things that we do i mean do, if you have to kill one person to save a million you know what i'm saying are you still a hero you know what i mean do you have to say if you sacrifice yourself to uh for the better of everyone even though you might not want to i mean what what's heroic like what is you know what really is that so uh, i mean I, like i said i like to to question those things because to me it's like you know this whole like okay batman superman they don't kill but like you know every day you know i mean if you're if you're a war you have to kill you know what I'm saying, to survive or to save to, to, to other people. Yeah. Thank you, because the Joker then killed cities. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, guys. Keep putting him in jail. I, I think um, 
I think I think I think you're kicking the bat when he's down. And I don't know if I appreciate it. Um my bat my bat down. My bat, bat started down. But speaking of speaking of, of my bat too, TJ, yes. you did you you did some work for DC Comics and you worked on what book? <laughs> That's correct. So um I two of my favorite DC comic characters are Swamp Thing and Batman, my two absolute favorite. What? Uh, yeah, if those I, are my if, if I didn't like you before, I love you now, brother. <laughs> I'm feeling the love, man. That's for real. Cause to me, it's like you get and they're both human characters. They're both uh, you know, just flawed individuals that are trying to find their way. And um, yeah, I had a I had the opportunity of working on uh Batman Giant number five for DC Comics just a couple months ago and I'm I absolutely love the experience. I love the character. I do think there's some things that could be tweaked, but ultimately he's still one of my favorites. And uh, yeah, it was an absolute pleasure working with the folks at DC and hopefully you get to do it again soon. And, and you know, I don't, I don't want to sell you short. You've also worked with, with Dark Horse, with the Marvelous Competition, you know. Uh, That's right. You, 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 you put some work in, but I just, I have for, but for my own selfish desires, I had to point out that you you worked on Batman. So you you are my brother now. Like if, if I see you in a con and somebody like is trying to fight you, they may as well call me Michael Phelps because I'm diving in the head first and I'm plugging in the jaw. I'm a disconnected thorax. A serious man crush for the rest of your life in Mark's natural life because, oh my God, he, he talking to. Let me just say it out loud so back so Mark can cheer. We're talking to an artist who has worked on a Batman book, therefore making him a Batman artist. And, and he no he he is someone who has done his contribution, his part. And making the oh, world a better place by <laughs> further establishing the mystique and the story oh, of maybe Lord. the greatest character. Save us all. Save us all. In you know my what? history. And, and with I'm, that, just I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not going to tempt fate because, as y'all, as we noticed, uh, things weren't going so high tech, tech, technology wise. So I'm going to do. Just a little quick plug real quick uh, before we go and give TJ the floor, you know, to really go deep into where you can find them because Mark is going to just oh, gush all over the place. <laughs> I mean, gush no, all, man. That's okay. And, Good luck. TJ deserves it. Do, do you remember on, on Chappelle's show when uh, Chappelle was talking, he was in court and he was talking about Michael Jackson. He's like, he made Thriller, y'all. Thriller. <laughs> It's like TJ, TJ, TJ yeah. worked on Batman, y'all. On Batman. You know, like, look at all that. TJ worked on, I, oh, Lord. Alchemist. Alchemist. Thank you. Thank you. Good for something, Mark. Phonics, y'all. I'm doing too much. Not just, we got it right. We got it right. We there. Yeah. We there. Yeah. But I, I, so I'll tell you what. I, I'm celebrating uh, your work on Batman, but I really, we, we really need to get back to celebrating Alchemist. Y'all, y'all gotta check it out. It is man, yes. so dope. I think I will be pledging my thirty-five dollars. I'm gonna go sell one of these kidneys. You only need one. <laughs> yeah, man. So, Continue. And, so we know. and you and you donate to the kidney foundation. So that I mean, that's that's important. 
Yeah, you I know, honestly, I, I I lost a brother to, to kidney failure. So, like, oh man, I'm sorry so, to hear that, Doug. Yeah, and he was a dope person. So this, like, when I saw that that was some something a charity that you would donate to, I was like, man, we go ahead and put put this money down. Let me give me a couple of printed copies signed by T.J. Stizzolino and uh. Wow. Yo, man, I, I appreciate that. But yeah, dog, I, you know, the thing was, is that, um, you know, my mother's been one of my biggest supporters of my you know, love for comics ever since I was young. She bought me to my first comic book store. You know what I'm saying? You know, a black woman and a young, her young black son in a comic shop that we, we, we really weren't all that welcome. But she introduced me to the world and gave me the possibility of, uh, gave me uh, an idea of what the possibilities could be. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to mom. Shout out to mom Dukes, man. And and honestly, like she was the one that gave, uh, what is it? Really gave me all the tools I needed, bought me the books, you know, saying, okay, do art classes, you know, during the summertime really pushed me. And, you know, when she, when I was in high school, she actually started to um, have kidney issues and then eventually she had kidney failure. She's already had two new kidneys put in, you know what I'm saying, over the last, you know, 20 years. And um, the people who donate to, you know, kidney.org and they donate their kidneys or they donate money for research is absolutely life-saving. And um, like I said, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her on multiple levels. So this is a little way of my, this is one way I can give back to, you know, the kidney, you know, all the people who help uh, individuals who have issues with kidney, kidney problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is what we're talking about. This, this, that's the moment where you know that you should support this, this brother here, because not only is he a dope artist, he's a dope person. Uh, you know, he swole, uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but Hey, he got, he, he's a good writer, good, good creative mind, but he's doing something to achieve a goal. So like, that's, like, yo, I, I mean, the, the skinny of it is contribute to the Kickstarter. You get some really, really dope work and you, you, you literally are donating to something that may, uh, help save someone's life. Yeah, man, and, and I mean, also to better than that. Period. Yeah, and, and you know we're, we're fortunate too to also have have our second stretch goal that we unlock very quickly is for the Junior One Hundred, and uh, the Junior One Hundred is a subdivision of One Hundred Black Men of America, and what that organization does is they actually do leadership and youth development with young um, kids, all all people, all young kids of color in our inner city schools in New York. So, you know, uh, Hispanic, um, African-American, Asian-American, um, every single group of uh, ethnic group that's uh, in within the New York City school system uh, is sponsored by um, the Junior 100 and they do some really amazing work. So that's another big organization we have. And then we just added a uh, tier for women in comics where you can basically donate to, uh, you know, through the campaign directly to women in comics because they're also doing some amazing stuff for women comic book creators as well as LGBTQ creators as well. Shout out to women in comics. Uh, that's uh, Regine that's Sawyer, a, R.S. Lock it Regine down. Sawyer. Oh, yeah. Lock it, lock it down. Hey, she was on the podcast where I met, you know, in quotations, you and Moana on, uh, on Nerd Soul. Yeah. Uh, yep. 
I love her. I love her enthusiasm. You know, she's she's cool, cool as a fan all day, every day. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, also she's a part of a uh, Blur Galaxy. So check her out. Check them out. Check those ladies out. Yes. Um, so what we're gonna do? We're going to since things are going good <laughs> with this app, we're going to give you a moment to have the floor to promote the book where people can find you in all type of avenues where they can put money in your pocket. And you can tell us where if you got any pop-ups, any virtual cons coming up, anything where people may support and show you some love. If 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 you considering doing your only fans, put it out there. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey. Hey, look, yeah, it's funny. You're, just, you're not the only person that said that I, to me. This, this is the second time I've heard that. Ah, that is hilarious. I have seen. Hey, yo, I yeah. have seen where you. people have uh, like have have posted their checks from their OnlyFans account. Like some of the ladies who've been doing them. Oh. Look, I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna do do OnlyFans and have hey. people just watching me watching uh my. Uh, uh, if it makes you feel any better, we tease one of our favorite listeners. Uh, shout out to Count the same way because he's actually the the dude who's uh lifting the weights on our our, our monthly set August sales. Oh, really? Sales right now. So shout out, Count. Yeah, Count is Is he the first blurtish folks model? Is Camp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Killing me. I so love floor, it. The floor is yours, sir. Oh, I appreciate that, yo. So, yeah, just again, man, um, thanks for having me on Blurdish. Uh, again, my name is TJ Sterling, president and lead artist of Ray Comics. Ray Comics is a innovative, unique, cool indie comic book company that specifically focuses on telling narratives about people of color in uplifting, powerful scenarios and situations. Uh, we have right now our flagship comic book series, Okamus, which is almost complete. We're on issue four out of six. Um, we've dropped that on the Kickstarter, which is alive. You go to Kickstarter, you search Okamus, O-K-E-M-U-S. You're going to find us. Uh, I'm sure the good folks in Blurtish are going to post the link in the description as well. You're Jump real. on that, support it, uh, like it, share it, do everything you can to just keep people's uh, uh, in, you know interest in it, peaked in it. And um, if you want to find me and ask me about comics or just creating comics or whatever, I'm always around um, raycomics.com, R-A-E-comics.com is my website. Or you can find me on Facebook, um, TJ Sterling, or you can find me on Instagram at TJ Sterling Art. Okay. Just like his Kickstarter, efficient, clean, to the point. You cannot beat that. So... And uh, you know, okay, because you, because your story involves uh -oh. time travel, I just mm. it, I, I I thought about this because I'm brilliant. What if TJ stood for temporal journeyman? It might. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I might. say stuff like this, and I I can I can see Coop wincing, uh, over the phone. I, I, and I can't you can see feel it. it. You I, can I, feel I can the energy. Right the now. If if this was an anime, this is where the part where my face turns pitch black and lines are are, are wriggling off my face. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's all good. 
Mark can't help himself, and he, you know, he had to gush over Batman as his stand in his contract. You know, I swear, like once a month, he has to have a bat meltdown. But okay, it's it's for a good cause, though. It is absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, for real. Just just a little quick plug uh, for what we got going on. We just want to shout out to um, Mid City Microcon, uh, our homie Moana. Moana McAdams, Nuri McAdams, they'll be a part of the guests. Uh, our folks, they will be on there. That'll be the Mid City Microcon. Uh, it will be at www.ebrpl.com backslash MCMC. I had to do a 30 second radio post for it. That is one of the hardest damn things to do <laughs> to get it in time. So, again, uh, I'm going to post that on the site. It will be live. Uh, I will be hosting the panel with Marcus and Greg Burnham, the Tuskegee Airs, about independent publishing. We will have several guests in there like Gamma Ray, uh, Ninja Yo-Yo Cosplay. We're going to have, like I say, Marcus and Greg Williams. We're going to have a Latina, Latina X uh, panel with like people like Henry Baja, uh, various folks. We're going to have Trapped in Anime, uh, Dartarian Kellyan, excuse me, Dartarian Kelly. We're going to have various folks on there. So, again, that will be happening August 29th. We kick off with the trivia on August 22nd. And next week, uh, we'll be having the second part of our sale for August uh, with the other guy who needs to start his own uh, OnlyFans page. Just look for the beautiful brother who's lifting weights in a Broly shirt. Um, (laughs) Check that out on August 26th. Shout out to camp. Shout out Make to him. All, Shout out to the Make Burning Spear and uh, Tuskegee Airs as well. Yeah. So if you're looking for a virtual con with a lot of diversity in it, I'm proud to have to be a part of this event every year. I'm on the committee and uh, we help set help try to get as many people in there. So hopefully, TJ, maybe next year, you know, maybe we can come down or we can try to figure that out or something with my committee members. I would and love that. That'd be I amazing, feel, man. I'm I'm definitely down. Yo, Keith, you say you say it. I'm there, man. That's it. Simple as simple and plain. I'd love to have you, brother. So yeah, we we gonna hold you to it. We're gonna reach out. Please trust me. If you got the time, man, stick your head in when we when we're doing the mid city microcon. It is going to be lit like this, like like the honestly, atmosphere of Neptune, and it rains diamonds on Neptune. And I don't know if you ever been down south, but did you watch Project Power this weekend when it I, came out? With I Kim did, Kim? man. That was it was absolutely incre- oh, incredible. Oh, I right. loved it. Quick warning. Uh, and of course, you can listen to our review earlier with her. So the ladies uh, will 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 flirt with you like that at, uh, at churches and everywhere. So just be be ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, next year we hope that you can make it in person. I'll be a part of it. We pray to God that we're not doing virtual cons next year, only if necessary, but not for right. For, we for we like for it to be an option and not a necessity. So, uh, so yo, so TJ, thank you again for for coming on Blurtish. Thank uh, you so much, brother. Oh, my pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great time. I haven't laughed this hard in a while, so. <laughs> Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate this is, it. This is the ramp down, Mark Dub. This is look. I was I, I told Coop earlier. I was like, wow. I've been doing too much foolishness. That's why the phone keeps dropping. <laughs> Trust me, TJ. The stuff he wanted to say was in 
comprehensible. But uh, it's just <laughs> completely, completely different. <laughs> completely unnecessary, but a hundred percent mark. <laughs> hey, Marquis, that's y'all, y'all real ones, man. That's what it is. I'm just happy to be here and enjoy all of this. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it, bro. Absolutely. You recognize gaming, you looking familiar. So I appreciate yeah, it. Right on. Let's, may y'all light skin powers combine. That's right. We're going to fuse <laughs> like uh, Voltron over here. <laughs> so, yo, man, we going to say good night and we thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank Peace you. Bro. Take thank care. You so much, brother, man. Appreciate having you on. You'll, you'll have to come back soon when you smash another Kickstarter. Yeah, hey, man, I'm ready. Whenever y'all want me to come through, you just say the word, I'll be here. You know what I mean? No doubt. That is what we're going to We're going to say good night. And folks listening, catch us at www.blerd-ish.com. That's www.blerd.com. Podcast on Apple. Uh, you know, iTunes, Android, uh, iHeart, uh, iTunes, uh, wherever you get your pods at for the most part. And we're going to say good night and see you at the Mid City Microcon. Peace. Peace, y'all.